Horse.com's Ask the Vet Live event on weaning, brought to you free by the Horse Healthcare Library, available at www.exclusivelyequine.com. It's about that time of year again when breeders are preparing to wean this year's foal crop. Whether you're weaning your first foal or you're an old hand, weaning can be quite stressful for foals, mares, and their owners. Joining us today to answer your questions about this topic are Dr. Lucas Pantaleon, an internal medicine specialist with Woodford Equine Clinic in Versailles, Kentucky, and Scott Kendall, an associate veterinarian with Woodford Equine. Thanks for joining us today. We're going to start with the many questions that we've received ahead of time and then move on to live questions. If you would like to ask a question, please type it into the chat box in the control panel on your screen. Now, for our first questions, we've had a number of questions related to at what age should you wean? What is the earliest safe age and what's too late? Is there a size or weight that works best to determine when you should wean? And what are the implications for the foal when he's weaned late or early? Well, the traditional uh, age to wean, and I think the best age to wean is between three to four months up to about six months. And that, you know, it's uh, probably the safest age for the foal. And uh, I do not think that size and weight uh, would uh, play a big role in determining, you know, when to wean or when not to wean. So um, I think the the age is probably the the best uh, the best parameter that you you follow. All right. I, I would I would agree with that, and I think if you get kind of a ballpark idea on when you want to uh, to wean your foals uh, or foal. Um, there may be some environmental factors that may suggest that you wait a couple of weeks or, or such. For example, if, if you're in the middle of an extremely hot spell where the weather's going to be up into the high 90s or 100s and uh, you thought about weaning, you might consider delaying that for, uh, you know, for a couple of weeks um, until the weather cooled off and uh, it would be less stressful on the bowl in the mare in a, in a little cooler temperature. So some of those things will, will also uh, affect uh, when you want to wean. Um. Yeah, and the stress factor is important because, you know, weaning, doesn't matter how you do it, it's going to be stressful for, for the fall. So you, you got to keep those things in mind, like, you know, like Dr. Kendall say, if there's going to be a very hot weather, you know, those falls would be more prone to get, you know, more prone to diseases, for example, pneumonia or something like that. If uh, on top of the stress you add the, the heat and humidity that they have to go, you know, they have to withstand, you know, so. Well, thank you very much for your answers on that. And just for fun, let's throw this back to the audience and ask everyone, at what age do you wean your foals? You should see a poll coming up on your screen to vote. And while you're working on that, let's move on to our next question. We had a number of people also ask, how, just how do you wean a foal? Uh, some had surprised, surprised many fillies in April or, or whatnot, but we have a number of people wanting Well, there's there's probably about as many different ways to do it as there are horsemen out there, and and I think they get broken up into two categories, and those are abrupt 
um, separation of the mare and the foal, and then the other option or large group of options is is a gradual sort of weaning. Um, you know, of course, in an abrupt weaning, you would separate the mare and the foal, boom, all at once, and move the typically move the mare away um, and leave the foal in the in the environment that it was has been raised in or is comfortable in, with. Um, the other other type of weaning is going to be a gradual, and there's been some studies done with a, a type of weaning called fence line weaning as well. Um, there, there are people that will take them, put them in stalls together, separate them uh, for five minutes, put the foal in the, fall, in the stall right next to the mare uh, where they can see each other and so forth. They can't touch each other and smell or any of that sort of thing. And then five minutes later, put them back together. And the next day, increase the time a little bit. So gradually start to get them used to being the foal being separated from the mare and, and so forth. Um, there's lots of different ways to, to do those types of either abrupt or, or gradual. Um, a lot of uh, the uh, one, one method is to, have, if you have a large group of mares and foals, a number of managers like to, at one point in time, if they're used to coming up into the stall, eating, um, staying in the barn for a little while, and then go back out into their paddock or their field, uh, on a given day they'll take um, two mares and remove them from, from the field or from the stall, take them to a different part of the farm, and uh, let the foals kind of acclimate the stall for a while. And then later on in the day, they take mares and foals, including those two wean foals, back out to the field, and they'll be in the field with, say, there'll be eight mares with their babies and then two recently weaned foals. Um, that's a method that a lot of people like to use. Um, the other abrupt method that a lot of people use is simply to get them used to being in the stalls, uh, take the mare away, move her to another part of the farm, leave the foal in the stall for a few days until they settle down enough, and then put them back out into the same paddock or field where they had been uh, raised with the mares previously. So those are a couple of, of different ways you can you can approach it. And uh, another, I think, is an important point of that is that uh, when you do the abrupt uh, separation or weaning of mare and foal, uh, you know, it's important to take the mare away and leave the foal, as Dr. Kendall say, say in the environment that the foal is used to because really the foal had built uh, immunity and is used to, to, the, to the pathogens that are in that type of environment, so it will be uh, more prepared to cope with those uh, pathogens rather than if you put the foal that is going to be stressed in a completely different environment. So um, that's, um, you know, from a more medical point of view, that's, uh, I think, another important point to keep in mind. I think that when you decide to start and when you're looking at, at trying to decide how you want to wean your foal or foals, um, you need to take a look at your the environment that you're in. If you have good solid stalls, you have good solid fences, you need to try to provide the safest environment for the mare and foal when you wean them. 
if your stalls are have got lots of you know, openings and places where foals could get a little upset and get a leg through or something of that nature, you may want to think about a different way of weaning them, maybe a fence line or, or something differently. Um, so you do want to look out for the safety of the foal and the environment that they're going to be locked in. And they're going to be a little bit nervous for the most part. It's hard not to. You can't eliminate the stress of weaning altogether. Um, and a mild bit of tranquilizer is, is not... Uh, something that you uh, shouldn't have a look at. And, the, you, you know, I think it, the people that have been around their mares and foals watching them grow up, they've got a pretty good idea which ones are a little bit hot-tempered to begin with. Those are ones that you might want to tranquilize a little bit more. Some of them you might not need to tranquilize at all, but uh, certainly do it if you think it's helpful and you're comfortable with it. Gotcha. Well, thank you for those answers. And let's just uh, take a quick look at our poll results. At what age do you wean? 57% of you say you're weaning at four to five months of age for the foal. 19% at six to eight months. And 24% of you haven't tried yet. So we'll wait to see how that goes for you. Um, let's move on to our next question. And uh, a lot of people had nutritionally related questions. Um, we have, what are the nutritional needs of the freshly weaned foal? Are they different from a yearling? What's the best hay and grain? How much should you feed? What protects against grow growing too fast? Problems with OCD, et cetera? And questions like, what is the best percentage of protein, vitamins, and minerals? So we thought we'd wrap all those nutritional questions together and um, see how that goes. Well, uh, great. That's a difficult question <laughs> to answer. Um, and, you know, keep in mind that I'm not a nutritionist, but um, basically what you have to keep in mind is that the, the fall before being weaned is already on, on some type of uh, feed, usually. Uh, so the fall is going to be used to eat something. Usually it's a pelleted feed. Uh, I think the best way to uh, feed wean, wean falls is to continue with the same type of feed that they've been uh, eating at that time. Usually those feeds are uh, a complete feed. They are uh, already formulated for this age group. They have a high percentage of protein, which is what they need to grow. Uh, they are balanced in vitamins and minerals, and they have the correct ratio for calcium and phosphorus, which is important for bone growth and bone development. And um, basically, in order not to overfeed these uh, foals, that, that's the easy thing to do is kind of watch them. And uh, some farms do uh, monthly weights uh, to determine how fast uh, these foals are gaining weight. And if it's a little bit, uh, uh, you know, too fast, they would cut down on the feed. Um, but, you know, the best way is kind of follow the label, the, uh, label recommendations for that particular feed. And watch your fall and see if it's growing too fast, uh, if there are any, any, any problems that you could uh, assess or with the help of your veterinarian, uh, you could determine that that weanling is probably growing a little bit too fast and then you have to back off on the feed uh, a little bit. So you have a kind of a parameter. A weanling should consume about 2 to 2.5% of their body weight in feed. Uh, at weaning age, uh, between 30 and 40 percent should be grain, and by grain we uh, we we don't talk about 
grain as such, we talk about a complete pelleted feed, uh, which is rather called concentrate. And uh, the rest, about 60 to 70 percent, should be some good quality hay. Uh, and you know, as, as the fall grows, uh, that ratio is going to shift uh, to about 50-50. So 50 percent of uh, feed or concentrate, 50 percent of hay. Uh, because the, the body weight kind of decreases as the uh, weanling becomes a yearling. So they gain a little bit less weight, uh, you know, uh, as, as, as they grow per day. So that's about, uh, you know, in order to summarize, it would be very hard for, for anybody to try to formulate their own feed for a weanling. It would be almost impossible. So the best recommendation is to go to uh, the feed store and uh, try to get the, uh, the, the right uh, concentrate for that age group, try to follow those recommendations from the feedback and maybe uh, talk to your veterinarian and I'm sure um, you know he or she could help you to determine the best selection of feed. I, I think it's, it's fairly important to have these bulls eating a concentrate before you wean them. I think there's a lot less stress uh, on them when they're used to getting into the feed tub. And a lot, you'll see a lot of them will be in the feed tub with their mothers early on. Um, as they get a little older and a little closer to your time frame for weaning, um, I think you need to try to make sure that they're in, their, they're in a tub and eating a little bit on their own. And sometimes you know, we managers will do that by providing what's called a creek feed of some nature, whether it's in the field, in a paddock, uh, a loafing shed area, or in the stall. It's a method whereby the foal is able to get to the feed, but the mare can't. Um, and they do that in a number of ways. You can have feed buckets that are rings that are small enough that a mare can't get her whole muzzle down in there, but a foal can. Uh, they have other other methods where the they've got boards laid across where foals can get underneath them to get into an area that has feed, um, but the mares can't. And the other option is is to just to hang a feed tub in in a different corner of the stall, tie the mare to her feed tub, and let the foal go over and eat out of the tub on the other side uh, as much as he wants or he or she wants, and then you can untie the mare at a later time. But that is something that the foal can do out of comfort once the mare is gone. If they're used to eating a concentrate, they can they can go right to it after they've weaned, and it gives them a certain amount of comfort. So I think that's a fairly important part of the nutritional aspect of uh, of weaning. Well, very good. Well, that brings us to uh, an excellent time to ask our audience at what age everyone begins creep feeding their own foals. And while we're looking at that, we'll move on to our next question, which was also nutritionally related. Can a high-fat feed cause irregularities in growth? Well, it, it could. I mean, it's not recommended. Uh, you have to think uh, that these foals are growing and uh, growing fast, and especially the uh, muscle skeletal system is uh, 
growing, and in order to support that growth, uh, you need to provide a high protein diet uh, to provide the you know the, the the appropriate amino acids for that growth to happen. Uh, I think if you feed a high fat diet to a foal, the uh, the development of that foal is not going to be correct, and we could run into problems like you know. Uh, Maybe a too heavy set fall with uh, with bone problems or or, or or something of that sort. I guess I never tried to or I never seen a wing wingling beef being fed a high fat diet. Uh, but the, the the important thing to keep in mind is that the high protein that they need at that age. I think in general, as you as you're weaning and and feeding. Uh, these newly weaned foals. Um, if you're new to weaning and not sure how foals or weanlings should progress weight-wise and some of the problems that they can develop uh, shortly after weaning in terms of, of either not getting enough to eat and becoming too spare or eating too much and getting a little heavy uh, or an imbalance in their diet, um, you're looking for things of like epiphysitis, <coughs> getting a little too heavy, growth, growth things where they're contracting tendons and getting too high, uh, straight through the patterns, <clears throat> that sort of thing. You, you, you can always call your veterinarian and just have them do a, a cursory exam on a, a regular basis as far as a health checkup to give you some sort of an idea if you're starting to get into any of these developmental problems with a nutrition that's not appropriate for that foal. And they're not all going to grow the same way. Uh, various breeds grow at different rates. And within those breeds, individuals will grow different, differently based on even a percentage of body weight that you're feeding them. And if you keep a close eye on your weanlings, um, you can kind of head some of those problems off at the pass. And if you're not familiar, then I think it's a good idea just to have you know, your veterinarian spot check them from time to time. Very good. Well, thank you for that answer. And just to revisit our audience's answers to what age do you begin to creep feed your foals, we've got 24% uh, of you saying at one month, 48% at two to three months, 10% at four to five months, and 19% at a different time. Thank you all for your answers. And we'll move on to another question. Uh, now they're probably going to go a little bit quicker because they're not quite as basic. Um, is it okay to put a weaned three-month-old foal back in the field of mares and foals that she has grown up with? It just lost her dam. Yeah, I, I, I would, I would say that's probably a, probably a good idea. I mean, and what you might consider doing at that point is, is if you've got one that's ready to wean, wean a, wean another one in that field so that she's got a buddy um, that she can buddy up with out in the field. So, for example, if you had ten mares out there of various aged foals and you lost a mare uh, that had a three-month-old foal, that's a little earlier than, than you'd probably want to wean, uh, a little too old to try to get a nurse mare. Um, so you're kind of in a, you're in a bit of a tough spot. But if you've got another foal that's maybe four or five months old and looks plenty healthy enough and is, is uh, a potential to wean at that point in time, I think I might try to do that and then just keep them on the same routine. If they're used to coming in for a part of the day and then going out the rest of the time, I'd bring that foal up just like you were bringing them up with the mare, have it in the stall, and, uh, and go right on. So, 
Gotcha. All right, well, let's go on to our next question, which is from Lee and text in it. I'm talking about donkeys. Yeah, well, um, I think, you know, they're, they're both horses, so I think uh, they should be the same. They should follow the same considerations. Uh, I'm not aware to that, that there is any, any type of difference in that, uh, you know, in that aspect. Right. Yeah, I follow the same rule of thumb that you would for horses and, uh, and proceed onward. Okay. Let's uh, ask our audience about another quick question. How do you win your foals? Since we discussed this quite a bit earlier, we'll go ahead and hang that poll out there and move on to another question. Um, what are your suggestions? This question is from Julia in Wisconsin. Suggestions for weaning a foal when it is the only foal with no other weanlings to put it with? Well, I, I think personally I would buy a wean that foal um, abruptly in a stall, move the mare to another location. I might consider um, a babysitter if there was one available, and I think that we'll probably get to a question a little later about those sort of things. Um, that's the way that I would do it. I'm sure you could do it gradually uh, as well. But I think it would be a little bit more difficult to do it gradually. You know, probably, yeah, the best, the best way is to do it abruptly. Just take the mare either to the other end of the farm where they cannot hear each other or they cannot see each other. And then, you know, if the foal gets too upset, uh, you know, like Dr. Kendall say, try to find a, a goat or something that would uh, keep the, the foal company or even an old, uh, old mare and old gelding that they could be together in the paddock. Gotcha. All right. Well, here's an, another question from Trace in California. After weaning, can you pasture the mare and foal together? Well, I don't think that's uh, a very good idea. idea. When the foal gets up, gets a little older, like it's you know two, three years old, you can put those those sorts. But I would not put a foal back in the in in the same pasture with the mare uh, during the, that first year at all. I think that would lead to a complication. Gotcha. All right. And just before we move on to our next question, we're going to take a quick look at our our weaning poll results. How do you wean your foals? Ten percent say you gradually by removing a dam at a time. Twenty-five percent gradually over the fence line. Twenty-five percent go cold turkey, and forty percent haven't tried yet. So we're going to move on to our next question now. Um, how is it best to wean a nearly a six-month-old colt when all the horses are turned out from in individual stalls to separate paddocks? Hmm. This one's from Karen in New Jersey. Um, uh, so, if I, let me see if I understand this question. She has a six-month-old six foal nursing, a mare, and all the other horses in the... So this is basically um, a mare and foal with no other mare and foals around, or...? That might be our best guess. Yeah, that's all. Yeah, that's, you know, I mean, that's, I guess, that's a hard one to answer, not knowing exactly what the what the physical uh, layout on the on the farm is. Uh, if the mare and colt have been going out um, next to some other horses, um, you may be fine at, at, at abruptly taking the mare away to a different part of the farm, keeping the foal in the stall for a little while, letting it settle down, then turn it out into a paddock next to other horses that it's been next to uh, before. 
uh, you, that might work fine. But it, it would be, have to be uh, a situation that you'd have to keep an eye on a little bit. I'm not quite sure what what the total layout is, so I'm not sure how to answer that one. Okay. Let's just go ahead and skip on to the next one. Does a stressful weaning process contribute to anxiety and diminished ability to handle future stressful situations? This one's from Patricia. Uh, not that I'm aware. You know, there. Uh, not that I, it has been proven to my knowledge. So. Yeah, I, I would have to. The way I would answer that, say, if if the weaning is stressful on that foal, um, that's probably just part of that foal's nature. So in the future, you may see that it doesn't handle stress very well. I don't know that that would be the uh, a result of, of weaning. Yeah, that's, I agree with that. Right. Some foals take weaning a lot uh, harder than others, and that's their nature right. rather than weaning. Gotcha. All right, and we'll move on down to another question. This one's from John. Is anti-ulcer medication used for foals at weaning time, and if so, under what circumstances? Well, you know, the um, I wouldn't really recommend anti-ulcer medication as a routine for every time you wean a foal. Uh, the stress uh, of weaning is usually um, short-lived. You know, in a couple of days, those foals are, they forgot about the mare, and they usually go and do fine. Uh, if, uh, for whatever reason, those foals are going through a stressful situation for other circumstances, like if they are a little bit sick or they get sick uh, right after weaning, uh, maybe in those cases you would suspect that they would be more prone to um, uh, get ulcers, um, and uh, in those cases, anti-ulcer medication might be indicated. But I wouldn't recommend that as a as a routine for all the for every weaning. And you got to think about um, the the acid in the stomach is actually a, a defense mechanism for those you know horses or foals not to acquire some pathogens that they they get from from the ground or from from oral ingestion of certain things some pathogens that are in the environment and mo mo some of those uh, pathogens get killed by that acid in the stomach so if we suppress the acidity in the stomach we could potentially open the door uh, for some uh, bacteria or even viruses to to gain access to, to the uh, to the intestines and potentially cause trouble. Gotcha. All right. Well, for the moment, we're just going to skip back over to another quick poll. How much do you handle handle your foals before weaning? And then we'll move on to our next question. Speaking of handling, we have a question from Jessica in Texas. When first weaning, do you prefer the foal to be with another horse, with another horse, or alone, as in without any other horses, to be able to bond with humans? From that standpoint. Well, I prefer them to be with other foals. I think they socialize better. Uh, they're, they're, they tend to be, for me, uh, more predictable in their behavior as they grow up. Um, I find that, that sometimes if, you, if they bond to people too early, they tend to get some behaviors that are not so 
desirable later. So I, I would definitely say I'd prefer them to be with other foals or other horses. Yeah, and those, uh, you know, most of the time, at least in, in some big farms, those foals, uh, while they are with the mare, they're already being handled and, you know, they, they, they're used to humans. Uh, so, you know, by the time they get weaned, they're, they're already used to humans. They're able to have a halter on and most of them lead. Uh, so, you know, and then the best thing is to put them out with other horses and let them be horses and let them socialize and, and uh, learn how to be horses. That's important. All right. Well, speaking of handling, our poll results show that 94% of our audience is handling their polls daily or almost daily and 6% weekly. Let's go on to our next question. Is it best to separate colts from fillies during the weaning process rather than after that adjustment is made? This is from Dina in New York. I th yeah, I think it's a little bit, sometimes it's, <clears throat> it's hard to do that. I mean, there's nothing wrong with that, but uh, logistically on farms, I think that can be a little bit of a trick depending on what your numbers are like and depending on the ages of them in the fields that they're raised in. So uh, personally, I would wean them by the fields and by their ages rather than by sex. All right. And All separate right. them out as yearlings. Sounds good. And then our next question is regarding vaccination from Pamela in Texas, who would like to know if a four-month-old weanling can have an intranasal vaccine for strangles because the foal might be exposed a little bit later on in a couple months. Well, um, that's uh, a little bit hard to, to answer. And, uh, you know, if, if, if we think that that fall is going to be, the intranasal vaccine is a, it's a, it's a live vaccine, it's a modified live vaccine. And uh, you could uh, potentially run into more trouble at that age given uh, modified live vaccines than if you give uh, a dead vaccine, like the injectable strangles, that is, uh, is not a, a modified live; it's a dead vaccine. So, if if that fall is going to be exposed, maybe I would start vaccinated for strangles with the injectable vaccine, rather than jump on it with the uh, intranasal, uh, because the modified live vaccine will generate a a more uh, strong uh, reaction and potentially they could have they could get sick from it you know have swollen lymph nodes and potentially develop a sort of a strangle like strangles like uh, symptoms and uh, also is there's some suggestion that uh, you know, four months is kind of at the limit, but there's some suggestion that modified live vaccines could interfere with the, uh, with the, with the immunity that they acquire from the mare uh, a little bit stronger than uh, a, a dead vaccine. Although at four months, you know, that uh, uh, immunity from the mare that they acquire through the colostrum is already 
you know, only building its own immunity. So, you know, it's a bit complicated, but uh, it, it would be me, and we need to absolutely vaccinate this, this uh, fall. I would probably go with the, with the dead vaccine rather than going with a modified life. All right. Thank you very much for that answer. <clears throat> we'll move on to the next question from Tracy in Ontario. who would like to know how to manage phasitis in a six-month-old while weaning and prepping for sale. Yeah, that's kind of a, that's the tightrope you're trying to walk there. Um, cer certainly if you're, you're prepping for a November sale, um, in the industry these days, they, they like to see a, a trapping sort of a weanling uh, offered for sale. And you, lots of consigners and breeders are, are pushed to, to push these foals a little faster than they should. So, um, that that's a difficult thing to do sometimes. I think you have to pay very close attention to uh, the Pisces on on your horse when you're doing this, and there's no easy answer to that that question. I mean, you got to push them as much as you can. Uh, at that point, if you want to put a little bit more fat in their diet, uh, you could probably do that uh, rather than push them too hard with total calories, uh, trying to get them too heavy, uh, and just keep a close eye on the Pisces. And you know, and of course. The routines in a lot of a lot of places are, you know, just routinely start putting some sort of a poultice on the knees and ankles as you're prepping and so forth. There's lots of, of other things when you see that if you see the phytitis or pyphositis starting, um, you might need to back off your feed. You may you may want to uh, try some non-steroidal anti-inflammatories, um, but it's it's a that's a difficult thing to do. You just have to keep a close idea or eye on them and uh, and uh, do the best you can. All right. Now our next questions are, uh, we had a couple of people ask us if it was possible to wean a foal with only the foal and mare on site without causing emotional harm, say if you have limited acreage and you're unable to keep the mares and foals from hearing and seeing each other? Well, that would be a, a little bit difficult and, you know, you can try, uh, it, it's not ideal and, uh, you know, might be better to send the mayor to to another location or yeah. a board facility or something like that so they can be off site uh, because if if not if that's a hard that's a hard one to answer too without knowing a little more about the location and so forth and it might that might be a case where um, gradual weaning would be a little easier um, because you can't totally separate them in the way that you should when you do an abrupt method of, of weaning. So uh, that's one you might try to, to, to do the gradual weaning with. Uh, and if you don't have any other horses on the farm, uh, it's hard to buddy that foal up with anything else either. So uh, it, it, I suppose it's possible, uh, d depending on the temperament of that mare and foal and, uh, and the situation, each unique situation. It's not ideal by any means, but uh, you know, you'd have to give it a try and see if you could get it done that way. Well, very good. Well, we've, uh, we're already a little bit over time. We've got a few questions left, so let's see if we can kind of run through those a little bit. We've got a question from Denise in Arizona. Will weaning my colt early at about three months prevent him from reaching his full potential height at maturity? Usually not. Uh, you know, it's, it's not ideal, and uh, we tend not to do that unless there's a problem with the mare. Uh, but, uh, you know, usually we have seen foals weaned a lot earlier than three months and with the appropriate management and nutrition, 
they go on and develop normally and they're fine. So. Very good. Our next question is from Tori in Texas who would like to know what the ideal is to wean a foal in context of the mare being bred back. I think you, the ideal age to wean that foal is when it needs to be weaned, yeah. whether the mare is bred back or not. So just go right on with it. Uh, I don't, I don't think the mare being bred back is uh, extremely relevant to the age of when you want to wean that foal. Unless, I mean, there, that I guess brings up the question of those mares that go lactational and estrus, and and I don't know if she was headed down this path or not, but there are some mares that. For certain reasons, will are not able to get bred back successfully when they've got a foal nursing them, and we call that condition a lactational anestrus. Uh, it's a hormonally induced problem, and so there there have been foals that are in those situations. You pull that that foal off the mare right away, put it on a nurse mare, and then uh, get your mare bred back. But if you're just breeding the mare back normally and she's not a lactational anestrus mare, wean the foal when it needs to be weaned. All right. Speaking of uh, weaning foals and mares, we've uh, got a question from Molly. What is the best way, once the foal is weaned, to stop lactation in the mare? Uh, usually it's uh, what they tend to do, at least in this area, is to decrease the amount of uh, grain to the mare. I mean, cut down the grain and just let it eat some hay. So cut, cut down the calorie intake from that mare. And then... Uh, usually leave it alone and uh, they usually dry up well. There are some ointments that you can buy and you know some people think that that will help to, to dry. They're like poultices that help help the, the mare dry out a little bit easier. Uh, you know some people do nothing and just cut down on the calories and they, they do okay. Just have to watch, make sure that uh, the other doesn't get infl or too inflamed and they don't develop a mastitis because that would be the, the risky time for them to develop a mastitis. Uh, but usually they dry out okay most of the time. Okay, very good. Our next question is from Sandy in Wisconsin who has a question about weaning an older, an older foal. I don't know if you'd still call it a foal yet at a year old, but uh, we've had similar questions from people with, with uh, foals up to two years old and are there any concerns, extra concerns, with weaning a foal that's that old? Well, it's, yeah, that's a little uncommon. Um, I think I would, uh, again, I think I'd just proceed in whatever method suited that particular environment the best, whether it was an abrupt or gradual, but I would, I would try to wean it as, I, as if it was a younger foal and see how you got along. Um, and if it wasn't working out one way, you might have to try a different way. But um, uh, yeah, it, it, that's that's something we try to avoid is letting them get that old before you try to wean them. I mean, there's there are those situations, and there are situations when when bulls have grown up together in the same paddock um, and gotten to be two years of age, and you can't separate their just paddock buddies and they go through that separation anxiety process. And uh, I'm not so sure that once they get to to one and two years of age and haven't been properly uh, formally weaned from the mare that I think you're dealing with the same sort of a separation anxiety and you just got to separate them. 
Thanks very much. Our next question from Dorothy in South Dakota is actually weaning a mule colt, but says she doesn't have a lot of experience with colts, and is there, should, is there any difference between weaning colts and fillies? Well, that's, uh, you know, we sort of, Dr. Kendall sort of answered that, and, you know, the, the point is to, to wean by, by age rather than by sex, so there they shouldn't be any, any difference. All right. Very good. And Amanda would like to know what the importance is of a good babysitter adult horse who actually who minds the wean foals, so to speak. Well, there's a lot of a lot of people that do the method. Um, I think that we described it's, it's actually it's an it's an abrupt weaning where you you pull mares out of a field a couple at a time. Sometimes. Some people take them one at a time or take them in pairs, and, and other farms might take five mares out at a time, but then all the foals are back out with, uh, with the other mares that still have their foals aside. Um, and they, keep, they pair it down. At, at some point, uh, you're going to end up with one or two mares left in there. Um, and there are times when, when, when some farm managers will put an old babysitter and that should be a very, uh, uh, it can be a gelding, it can be an older mare that, that's kind to, to weanlings. You've got some sort of an idea of how it does react with a bunch of babies. Um, and the idea behind that is that, you know, it's, a, it's an adult stabilizing force in the field, especially if they're getting left out overnight and so forth. That, you know, if, a, if stray dogs are running down the lane or a balloon goes by or there's a thunderstorm that, that pops up, that they've got the old mare, the old gelding, it doesn't bother them, they stay quiet, the babies are more likely to stay quiet with them. So it needs to be a fairly sane sort of a stable individual. All right. Very good. Let's see. We've got a few more questions here. We'll try to get through. We're already a little bit over time, but... Uh, <clears throat> we'll try and get through these. Uh, we've got a question from Stephanie in Florida who would like to know how, how you feel about leaving the foal with the mare and letting the mare determine when to stop nursing. Well, then we get into that situation that we have, you know, yeah. or horses nurse when they are one or two years old still with the mare. So, you know, that's, that's probably not the right method to do it. That's probably not. Okay. And Denise in California has a six-week-old orphan foal who will only eat milk replacer and a little bit of alfalfa hay. She won't uh, eat foal pellets. What would you suggest for getting some nutrition in this foal? Well, uh, if it drinks milk replacer at six weeks and it drinks the, uh, the right amount of milk replacer uh, out of a bucket, um, you know, at that age, probably that's enough, and uh, they should start uh, with some uh, with some feed or put a little bit of uh, hay there, and they should start to uh, to nibble on, on on some hay by then. Uh, maybe uh, you know, put in a babysitter with this fall that will uh, teach him a little bit. Uh, you know, a lot of times foals imitate uh, their mares, uh, you know, eating hay or, 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 or grain out of bucket. 
So I think a babysitter would be important this fall, just not leave him orphan. Um, so I think you're probably okay if he's at this age, if he's just drinking milk replacer. He should start pretty soon to start getting some concentrate and he should start eating some, some hay or, or, or grass by now or pretty soon. All right. Our next question from Jennifer is regarding what vaccinations should a new weanling have, especially if you're planning on showing them. <clears throat> That's, uh, well, I think the vaccination schedules depend a lot on, on your location, some part of the country you're in, what disease problems that you've seen more problems with then. I mean, obviously, they need the encephalitis vaccines tetanus, um, rabies is always a good idea at, at that point. Outside of that, you can tailor it a little bit to your location and problems. Um, influenza is a little later. We, you know, I think there's a lot of different opinions on when to start vaccinating for influenza. Uh, herpes virus, the same a little bit, but personally, I, I start that vaccine a little earlier than I do the influenza. But um, I think that's something that you discuss with your local veterinarian and see what kind of a program uh, is suited to your environment and your locale. Gotcha. Very good. <clears throat> Let's see. Last question we've got here at the moment. Um, so we've got uh, Rachel who's, has, who's got a foal out of a mare and the mare owner is going to end up weaning the foal at three months and the foal is going to have to be weaned alone in a stall. What can she do to make this transition as safe and low stress as possible for the foal? So weaned at three months and into a stall? Well, I, I'm, you can certainly use a little bit of tranquilizer. I assume they're going to do it abruptly. Um, so I think that it, it wouldn't, if, they, if they've got a little bit of, of a head start, they, they could try to, you know, more of a gradual approach if they wanted to. But at that age, I think, you know, you're going to end up doing it abruptly no matter what. Um, you know, just make sure the stall is safe. Make sure you try to get that full started eating some, some pellets um, so it has some comfort that it's got a nutritional source other than the mare's milk. Um, and make sure that your stall is is uh, is a safe environment. Very good. Well, we're uh, we're well over time, and would just like to say thank you so very much to both Dr. Pantaleon and Dr. Kendall for your time in, in answering these questions. If you ever happen to be in the uh, Versailles, Kentucky area, and need some vet services, you might want to check them out. And we'd like to thank you, our audience, for participating. There were some great questions today, and the recording of this session will be archived soon at thehorse.com. Last but not least, thanks to the Horse Healthcare Library, available at www.exclusivelyequine.com for bringing this free session to you today. For more information on weaning and other foal care topics, please see the foal care and problems topic under breeding and reproduction at thehorse.com. Next month's Ask the Vet Live topic will be on common hoof problems. Take time, I know we did, and good luck with those weanlings.